Welcome back to another episode of Sweet Gravy. Carmen, you got my water just now. I did. Tell me, is it cold water? Yeah. Cool, thank you. You don't even know what I did for that water. (laughs) Why is that? Did you give yourself warm water? No. Absolutely not. There is a... Okay, so uh, let's get to... Um, I'm not a person who really cares about having cold water. Yeah, I can't You are drink. a person who cannot have lukewarm water. Yeah, absolutely not. Absolutely not. It burns my throat. Burns my throat. Mm-hmm. Can't have it. Gotta have it cold. Right? Yeah. But I, I'm like, Ugh. and then you're like, there's cold water in the refrigerator. I'm like, I don't care about the cold water. Mm-hmm. But right now I got some cold water. And you know what? Ooh kind of refreshing well what i did was i froze a cup of water a cup of water and so then you it turned into a block of ice and then i unthought it a little bit added water to it got it mm-hmm. cold with the ice and then i had to do like six pours into that did cup. you ever think of maybe just taking uh like a little like light stream of like uh the tap water right mm-hmm. and then having it brush up against the the cup, the cup of ice. I do sometimes. It depends on and how I'm feeling. The cold water like luges right down into it. It depends. Uh huh. It depends on how I'm feeling and how fast I'm trying to go. Right. It takes longer to do it from the outside versus just putting the cup under the water. Mm-hmm. I got strategies. Okay. <laughs> I know how to get my water cold. You know how to get the water cold. Mm-hmm. So when, you're welcome. You got cold water today. Yeah, I appreciate it. <laughs> when I was in high school and playing football they built this contraption that was a uh you'd hook up a garden hose to this cooler that had ice in it and inside the cooler was a bunch of piping that would go around all the ice Mm -hmm. and then there are like little uh there are like four little dangly dews from the top and you'd spray it and then you'd drink cold water Mm mm-hmm but if you weren't one of the first four people to get the water, you still had the baking hot water from the hose, from the <laughs> garden hose, right? Mm-hmm. And it was just sitting there the whole time. Oh, man. And you're like, oh. And, of course, I was a freshman at the time. And, you got you know, the last. Yeah, all the seniors are like, yeah, you can't. You, you're not even practicing right now. They're like, you're on the sideline right now. What do you, what do you even need water for? Mm-hmm. You know, meanwhile, it's Missouri. It's 100 degrees outside, and yeah. <laughs> the humidity is super hot. And uh. That teaches you shit, though. That teaches you. You wait your turn for success. Uh-huh. You build it up and build some character. Then you get the cold water. Then you get the cold water. <laughs> yeah. just uh, It's not my opportunity for the cold water yet. Yeah. I haven't gotten the cold water yet. 
I mean, but you don't care about the cold water anyway. Yeah. I would have had a really big problem with uh-huh. that. Like, no, like, fuck I that. I don't get the cold water. No, I'd have been like, I'm getting cold water, so uh-huh. we're going to figure something else out. Right. I don't know. It's weird because I think that I feel like I am more, I won't say, yeah, maybe more entitled to certain things mm-hmm. now that I'm older versus younger. Because yeah. I've because I've worked for a while and I know some stuff. So mm-hmm. when when it comes to working with younger people or or working with older people who think they know more, it's like, mm-hmm. no, I I've, I've been putting in work. I've been putting in the work. But old bef- lady, yeah. But before right. that, when but I was that younger, old lady, she's like she hasn't done the work yet. Thinking about you. Yeah, but I'm not gonna be doing that when I'm sixty. You don't know. You fucked up. No, oh, I guarantee <laughs> it. Nope. Kirk is always prostitution. Okay. Or, I don't know, people do all type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when I was younger, yeah, I put in the work, and I was a person who ate last, and I did the most work, and I had to run around and get things for people. Now, no. Now other people get my cold water. Mm-hmm. That's so ridiculous to yeah, say. It is. Especially since we just recently had a conversation, and then you you were like, "I'm turning into the person that you I know." know. <laughs> you're basically you basically just told me the opposite of what you just told me but now. At, at the same time, like, how do you teach like new people coming into industry? Like, you can't give them everything. You have to mm-hmm. haze them a little bit and like give them a little bit of that shit. You're just gonna let them just like smooth ride to the top, and you struggle the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like I like why should I have the patience to do that when I didn't get that? See, it's a it's a continually cycle. It is, it is. I I, we were you. watching uh, Cruella the other day. Yeah. Um. Uh, based off of uh, Cruella Deville. 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 Mm-hmm. And uh, and she. Basically, the movie is this girl. She become she wants to become a fashion designer, and her friends get her a job uh, cleaning the bathrooms of uh, a f- a fashion store, like one of the big stores in like London or something, right? Mm-hmm. And then she breaks into the th- oh, spoiler alert! And then she yeah. breaks <laughs> into and then she breaks into a window display and. She does a really good display, and then this like ooh, fashionista lady. She's like, "Who who made that display?" And then they find out that it's her, and then she basically gets like a a job designing clothes, right? Mm-hmm. And the whole time you're watching the movie, uh, the the woman's really mean to her. She's like, "Oh, this," but she's actually kind of nice to her. She's teaching she's, her. She's teaching her. She's taking her under her wing. Right under the wing, and she's like, "But oh, oh, my cucumbers must be very, very thin." And uh, toss my salad, uh, you know, with uh, capers, you know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and then uh, she starts to um, become Cruella, right? Mm-hmm. And she's treating the people that got her the job at the beginning like her underlings, mm-hmm. like she's becoming. Because the the she, mean lady. Because See, that's what served, exactly what you're talking about, though. It's a little similar. You're saying but... you have to haze those people. You have to do it, right? No. Yeah, it's a vicious cycle. It is a vicious cycle. But at the same time, you don't feel like people appreciate things more when they actually work hard for it versus being handed. 
the opportunities? You don't think that um, going and getting, like being an assistant and being a, like, bottom assistant, going to get coffee, going to, like, you don't think you appreciate the opportunity when you when you get it? To get coffee? No, you appreciate when you make it to the top because you work from the bottom to get there. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. So there's something there. And then what do you think she's going to do when she gets to the top? She's going to treat who, the people at the bottom the same way. And then but they're gonna if get I to have the an top. assistant and I go to get my own coffee rather than make them get my coffee, you know? No, they got to get the coffee. <laughs> See? That's the problem. I what know, makes me honey, more successful as a person if I make somebody get my coffee or if I don't make them get my coffee? Well, you're helping them. How am I helping them? You're building them? their character. <laughs> okay. Like I used to have to... I used to, when I was at Rose, the chef would make us cut crostinis by hand. Mm -hmm. And we would cut all these little thin pieces of bread and thousands and thousands of them per day. Mm -hmm. And we're like looking at the slicer. Like, Why can't we use that slicer? It'll be so easy. This will take 10 minutes versus mm -hmm. two hours. And he's like, nope, it builds character. Right. Why is he doing this to us? Mm-hmm. But you know what? And do you think that it built character in you? It helped my knife skills for sure. Is that it character? Built, it built character as a chef mm -hmm. for sure. Like um, doing quenelles of tartare, thousands and thousands of them. Now I can do a quenelle easily. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it did build some character. Well, you're talking about skills, though. That's not really character. Yeah, okay. And character. Okay. It teaches you to push through things and not just be like, fuck this, I'm not doing it. Like, if you want to get to the top, you have to do this. You got to mm -hmm. do this. I used to come into work early, leave late, no problem. I enjoyed it. Okay. Now I get to take a break. <laughs> you don't think so? Mm -hmm. And the, the, the person below you should not get a break. No. I don't know. I think it's kind of flawed there. I think, that I think it, you're believing. I think it. I agree with you that it's flawed, but that's just what it is. It's not changing because I say so. Uh -huh. Like we have our good friend Haley. Haley sees the flaws in the culinary industry and she's like, fuck that shit. And it's like, Haley, sometimes you just got to deal with it. Mm -hmm. And it sucks because she's right. Everything she says is right. But people don't look at it like that. It's still that old system when it comes to the work environment. Mm-hmm. So I'm not changing that. Okay. <laughs> Carmen's not going on a crusade to change the the bullying. No. Uh, the uh, hazing. No. <laughs> this is the worst the platform I've ever heard in my life. I know. Keep I mean, it the same. You make it sound, keep it the you same. Make it sound really bad when you say it out yeah. loud. No breaks. No. Carmen deserves the smoke. I no take, one else. I don't take breaks. Uh huh. You learn how to sneak outside when you okay, need to. Okay, okay. Take a but little no. break? Yeah, yeah about okay. five minutes. Uh -huh. But I'm not taking breaks. Uh, I work my ass off. Okay. So the tourist has gone crazy. Mm -hmm. Our town is littered with people right now. It's been um, a pretty... Uh, we've talked about them a few times now, yeah. the tourists. Uh, and they have... Uh, full force they're here and I don't know if it's any worse than it was the years before you know I don't I think maybe I think just because coming off the pandemic coming off the pandemic I think that because we had no tourist season I, last I know, year just no people walking around to because you know whenever the crews would come like 
commercial street would just be flooded with people. Yeah. You couldn't even walk down the street. But now we live in an area where um they're building up those they're building up breweries and they're building up uh other places like mm-hmm. that. And the place where we live is now populated with more tourists. Where we were in kind of like a little like cubby hole. Yeah, you know? where they wouldn't even come up this far. Right. They wouldn't be come, there'd be no reason there. to. Right. right. But now there's reasons. Downtown, there's yeah. multiple reasons. Yeah, that's very true. I think that's what it is. Because we went to our, uh, which we talk about all the time, our favorite watering hole, the Snug, recently. Mm-hmm. And it was so many people in there. It yeah. was just packed out. And then we ran into this group of young children that was there. Young women, Carmen. Young women <laughs> that were there. Probably all of them just turned 21. And what they do? They bring beer in a bar. That's well, not first, for the bar. First off, a, a girl, she, uh, a woman, she uh, taps me on the shoulder, right? Mm-hmm. And she was like, excuse me. I said, yeah, what's going on? And she was like, whenever you got here, uh, did they give you like a menu or? Uh, <laughs> That's how this, you know they're young. And this is a place that it's strictly drinks. They don't have any food. Um, BYOB. Yeah, BYOB. Uh, they got a little... They've got a oh, little BYOF, sorry. Yeah, BYOF, yeah. Uh they've have a little tiny chalkboard that has um two wines, one that's red, one that's white, mm-hmm. you know, and then um like five different like draft beers that they have. And that's yeah. it. <laughs> like, but I mean like they have like, the ingredients, you they just have, have ingre- to ask for what Yeah, you, want. you can look up there and they don't they don't have cream. There there's no milk, no cream. Mm-hmm. So if you're you if you want a right white if you if you want a white <laughs> Russian, you can't get it there, right? No. So you can it's, it's pretty bare bones place, but I mean it's nice in there. It's beautiful. But that's the thing is it's bare bones for like a, the younger person for the younger crowd. Partying, yeah. yeah, yeah. But for the locals that come there that already know what they drink, like these right. people drink I'm, the same thing every time. I'm gonna go there on a happy hour that ends, you know, whenever it ends. And I'm going to have a PBR for under $5. Right. Right. You don't get that too many other places. Yeah. I agree. But these young girls came in and they was giving a bartender a run from his money for his money. They was, Run uh, from his money. He said, <laughs> no, I don't want you customers anymore. No, I'm running I mean, from this money. I think that is literally the same thing. Uh-huh. He, they <laughs> were. It was eight of them. They did eight shots at they one time. Like, Can I get eight Washington apples, please? <laughs> <laughs> and he got a, he got a whole bar full, and then they come back and they get another and the, shot. It was the Fourth of July, I believe. Yeah, it was the Fourth of so, July. Yeah. No, I just think that's funny though. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if they were tourists or not. Yeah, they, they were. Were they? Mm-hmm. They were from Miami. And the funny part was they brought their own beer into the bar, but that's what mm-hmm. young kids do. They bring their own shit. Yeah, and they, were they like, pre-game. You can't take that. You can't take that in here. Got to get out of here. Yeah, I don't know. Young kids do that. Mm-hmm. Like it's expensive. They don't have the money to pay all this money for. Right. Yeah, sixteen shots between. Them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that shit costs money. It does. So, I have to bring my own beer. Sip mm-hmm. on this in the corner. Perfect. And we've all done it. <laughs> I never have. Yeah, right. I never snuck anything into a place. No, I've never snuck anything into a place, but I've pregame before. Sure. I mean, that's kind of this. 
not the same, but that's what they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. They're trying to pay a little bit of money to get drunk mm-hmm. instead of paying that amount that they had to pay. I don't know. It's pretty cool. <laughs> I like seeing a younger crowd out <laughs> doing little things like that. Mm-hmm. Like, man, I'm about to go in this bathroom, I'm about to fuck this bathroom up, and then these kids are going to judge me. Right. <laughs> like, oh, my God, I can't believe that woman used the bathroom like that. Oh, my God, she just shit in there. Mm-hmm. Like, Jesus, don't tell nobody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, I wish they had a different type of... Sh- I think they do, actually. I saw somebody wearing it, the shirt that's on the hoodie. The shirt that's on the hoodie? The picture that's on the hoodie. What about it? Like, I have a snug shirt that just says snug, but then mm-hmm. they have the, the little uh, brand, the picture. Mm-hmm. I want a shirt like that. I have one. I know You have a hoodie like that, right? right. Not a shirt. Yeah, they've got shirts there, too. Yeah. All you got to do like is ask. Those shirts. We just recently went to uh, Spencer's and got me another one of the... Cool shirts I get. You know what the name of those shirts are? Steven Rhodes. They're a bunch of uh, shirts that uh, he's an artist that makes shirts that look like uh, like old like babysitter books. Yeah. The babysitter series. What are they called? I think that's it. I don't know. And uh, just like old like oh blah 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 like like the old like like a choose your own adventure like cover. Yeah. But it's like oh your darker. first seance. Yeah. You know, or like Tommy's Tommy's possessed, you know. Or it's like my a, first knife fight. Or yeah, or it's like a guy it's a kid in a shark's mouth and it's like things does uh things do get better. Mm-hmm. Or like some weird saying like right. that. But it's uh I like the brand. I like the pictures and everything. It's mm-hmm. a pretty cool shirt. And the material is not too bad. Okay. And you got a new one. Mm-hmm. What about it? Nothing. That's it. Okay, cool. <laughs> I don't have nothing else on that. I think that they shirts are really cool. So I've been in school lately and having a difficult time with this discussion board I was telling you about. You're doing all online classes right now, which you don't like to begin with. Right. You'd rather be in the class. Yeah. Playing on your phone. Don't say it like huh? that. No? No. Oh. Uh, you'd rather be in class. uh with your phone in your pocket and paying attention to the teacher yeah, and having group discussions rather than now you have uh, discussions in a chat room. Basically. I have discussions in a chat room and they have spread it out to where you have to post multiple times per week mm-hmm. in order to get uh, class participation. Right. So what I'm thinking is the teachers had a little powwow and they were like, okay, since we're primarily online, we have to figure out a way for kids to, participate in class right so make them post multiple times instead of like turning all your work in at one time Mm -hmm. so yeah it's interesting um i got a macro class and we talk about macroeconomics yeah Mm -hmm. we talk about all these different trading ideas and i think the last one was a gross gross domestic product Mm -hmm. and how consumers buy product and all this stuff and then the gdp yeah and then this kid went on my page and he said, well, if you was going to change the world and such and such, how would you uh, cut down on gross domestic product and a recession and blah? And, like, he asking these questions. Mm-hmm. And then he added the class on the question, which I thought was very rude. Mm-hmm. He tried to tell on me that he didn't think my answer was good. Right. Like, fuck off, dude. He didn't like it. No, but then I looked up everybody else's post, mm-hmm. and he posted on theirs, too. He's trolling the whole He's trolling macro the whole class. Damn class. Maybe it's the teacher. 
I don't think it is. Maybe. It could be. You don't know? Yeah. I mean, I, w- I don't know. You're right. That's the thing. <laughs> what if the teacher is on there just trolling and he's putting like, questions on there? Like, <laughs> <he's> <laughs> this, ridiculous. Is, this is how I'm going to get them students. They don't have to be in class. I'm going to ask them. And then at the class, because he ats them, right? Mm-hmm. At class. So he'll comment on you and then he'll, then everybody in the class will get a notification because they've been atted. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Isn't there a better term for that than at? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think they can. Can we come up with something better? They haven't yet. Haven't come up with nothing yet. So you've had uh, the last week, I would say, you worked a lot of it. You had an extra day off for the holiday, which was nice. Uh, yeah. I, uh, I had Monday off, but I worked a little bit on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Because I started doing Uber Eats, yeah, and I'll get off of work and I'll click on the little doo uh, doo doo little thing, and then they'll say, "Oh, somebody wants a Starbucks drink," and then I'll stop by Starbucks and then I'll take it to their house, and then I'll turn off the app and then I'll come home and I made an extra ten fifteen bucks, mm-hmm. and then so I woke up. Saturday, and I was like, yeah, you know, I'll go put on the app. I turned it on, was sitting next to a Chipotle, and I go, ding, ding, ding. I got two orders at the same time. And I was like, okay, here we go. And I got to keep those orders in check because one of them's got a Mexi Coke. Can't give the Mexi Coke to, you know, Steve <laughs> whenever John, you know, John ordered it. Yeah, John will be pissed. Yeah, or Steve will be happy. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I'm ordering from Uber Eats next time, you know? No, I think it's cool. I think the whole Uber Eats thing, especially for somebody like you who already has a full-time job, you mm-hmm. can kind of do it at your leisure. Well, nice. I've decided that I'm I'm just, I'm a workaholic. Mm-hmm. I can't help it. I got to do be doing stuff. Yeah. Because I do work a full-time job. And then, uh, you know, we do this. Mm-hmm. This is another day's work, basically. The, I'd say I spend doing this thing. I spend probably six to eight hours, yeah, a week. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's day, and then you know, I I made a day's worth of work doing the Uber Eats this week. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's seven days of work. Seven shifts. I mean, you know, I I beat Cuphead. So, I mean, my my time's just empty now. I mean, it's one of those things where, like, you work the mornings, you get off. And especially when we were doing uh, opposite schedules and, like, you get off, you're just hanging out. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes you start to look at the amount of time you have off and you're like, oh, I could be doing, I could be making some extra money. Right. Especially right now with as many jobs as it is out there. You know, that's the thing, too, is you look, I, I have a problem where, like, even whenever I, like, I have a a job i'll look on indeed for other jobs yeah but i like that problem so <laughs> don't like that's not a bad quality to have and i think uh i i used to i haven't done it yet at this job that which means i'm pretty much satisfied i would guess but what what i tend to do is i start taking interviews Mm-hmm. and trying to work my schedule about taking these interviews of jobs that I don't actually need. But or I actually want. But Yeah. or <laughs> Well, I would say that I would consider everything that I applied to and went to the interview for. Yeah. Um, 
but nothing that I actually, you know, need because I already have one, but maybe it would be nice, you know, and I, I tend to do that a lot. Yeah. Um. So I haven't started doing that yet, so I guess I'm pretty satisfied with where I work. But uh, the thing, doing the Uber Eats, it gives me something to do, and it's just extra money, and all you got to do is hit the button, yeah. and then you're at work. No, I like that. I think that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Be able to make your own schedule, kind of do your own thing. Um, I think I would have a bigger issue with it if you were doing like night times when like the clubs let out and then you got people getting in, fucking up your car. But I'm not taking people. Right. You're just doing Uber Eats. So that's perfect. Right. I like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, there was a story recently online and, uh, there was a kid riding his scooter doing Uber Eats. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You can do that. You can do Uber Eats on foot Mm -hmm. if it's allowed in your city. Right. The problem is different cities have different stipulations of what's allowed and what's not. Right. So, yeah, you can do it on a scooter. You could do it on a bike. This was in Detroit, and this kid uh, had his scooter mm-hmm. and his phone in his hand, and it started raining on him, and he had that food, and he was scooting around mm-hmm. <laughs> trying to get this food to the, like, I don't know, man. That's pretty cool. Like, I don't have nothing, but I can turn this app on on my phone, and I can just, like, do it. Right. And he did it. And I think uh, somebody donated money for him to get a car because mm-hmm. they felt bad for him scootering around in the rain doing Uber Eats. There was a guy in Detroit a few years ago who he was like walking like 10 miles both ways. Yeah. It was know? something crazy like that. And t- just to get his job. Yeah. And he was like walking at night time. Like he had to start walking he at had night to start walking to get there. In, <laughs> in the early morning to get there in the morning. And then he was walking until night to get home mm-hmm. and somebody they they made like a a donation thing for GoFundMe him GoFundMe thing yeah yeah they made like a GoFundMe for him and then they got him a a nice uh, Dodge Charger yeah and he said that that was the worst thing that ever happened in his life you Why? know he because people uh they I think they were doing stuff to his car and then because they knew who he was because he was in the news mm mm-hmm. mhm the local news, and then they're like, "Hey, that's the guy who I see he walking got a free all the time." Car. Fuck him. Yeah, he got a free car, and then he's got like ten grand in his pocket. And then people kept asking him for money. He said, "I wish I never got the money. Mm-hmm. I wish I never got the car. Mm-hmm. At least get me like a you know a a junker or something, you know." Like- yeah, I mean, <laughs> I I would like to hope that he goes on and do positive things, and that did help him in some way. Mm-hmm. I mean. People don't like to see that. Somebody is doing all this. They're walking all these hours to work. Like, I don't know. I like stories like that. Mm -hmm. Help them. Somebody help them. Right. I give them $5. Right. (laughs) Not not more than that. Not more than five? Yeah. I mean, if I gave him a scratch-off ticket and then, like, he won 25 bucks, I'd be fucking pissed. Yeah, but then you're giving him, you you only buy, like, the $2 scratch-offs. So, I mean, you only gave him $2, really. I told you what happened yesterday when I bought the scratch-offs? No. Kirk, I went to the store. I get these scratch-off tickets and pack of cigarettes, and that's it. And I'm ringing up my my order, and he says, $90. Mm-hmm. And he said it, and it didn't, like, compute. And I was like, all right. And then when I went to pay, I looked, and it said $90. I was like, um, why is this $90? And he was like, the scratch off tickets. You got number ones. He was like, This is those are twenty five a piece and this mm-hmm. is 
I was like, no, I want this one right here. And I was like, the number? And he was like, no, you said the $1 one. You got to say the number. It's number 36. Mm-hmm. It's The number ones is $25 a piece. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I don't want those. Mm-hmm. And he had to avoid everything. He tried to charge me 90 bucks for scratch off. For the things you ordered. Right. Right. Uh, so <laughs> I, I don't do the scratch scratch offs too much i think it's kind of a waste of money it but is a waste of when money. i do do the scratch offs i typically go for the twenty dollar to ten dollars something more substantial because you know it gives you that rush mm-hmm. and multiple times i've come out with a hundred dollar ticket yeah i agree so i pay i, I play less pay, probably pay, pay more. more but win more right i told latrice that i was like kirk actually be winning uh-huh. Like he went off of the bigger ones. Yeah. But you have lost. I have, yeah. When you pay twenty five bucks for a ticket and lose, that is a hit. Yeah, but if I pay forty dollars a year for two scratch offs and I win a hundred on one of them, I've made sixty dollars. It's also a game you're supposed to have fun with it too. Uh-huh. It don't supposed sure. to be all for profit. Like I don't get it all for profit. When I win something, I'm like, oh, that's cool. But I get them just to. I get that. Yeah. Right. But you're paying the little penny cards. You're not going to make any money. I know. It's just the way it is. Shit. <laughs> Latrice says she go to the red boxes, the little uh, lottery boxes. Mm-hmm. She's like, I always win. I'm like, I never win off of those. Right. I don't know. I think they're taking the tickets out. The winners out. Maybe. I mean, technically, look at the McDonald's scandal. Anybody can do it. Uh, in on Catalina, uh, there's this there's this man, um, Spencer Davis. Mm-hmm. He's a he's an old musician man. Uh, he's a famous man, Spencer Davis. Uh, what, Running for Your Lovin', I think, is one of his songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty popular back in the day, and he would go to a little little uh dive bar on Catalina. And he'd hang out. He has two little tiny dogs, right? And he would like play music. He's an old man. He's like seventy years old. And then like, they have like a little setup for him. He's only there during the, like the summers. Mm-hmm. And he got a little setup, and he'll do like a half hour like set like on like a night. You know, I'll just come in and I'll be like, oh, Spencer Davis, and. He won in their little machine, and this is now. Now those little lottery machines are—they're uh, like all like it's a big giant like flat screen, and you're like, I want this, 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 and then you put in your stuff, and then it goes right. Yeah. But back then, it's just—it's it, like a old soda machine. You know, you got the display of what the ticket is, and you just press it, and then it comes down. Mm-hmm. And he won like a hundred thousand dollars. Really? Uh, yeah, and everybody was like, of anybody who needed the money, he needed it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he probably played played all the time, mm-hmm. too. He probably was in that uh, old grocery store getting all them tickets. I mean, it's old people here that play scratch-offs, play the lottery every mm-hmm. single day, like in every city. It's people who play the lottery every single day, every uh-huh. single day. And sometimes they win big. Sometimes they don't win shit. Right. I'm sure they. I'm sure if you play every single day, you've had some success, but you probably spend more money than you make at that point. Yeah. Unless you get, like hit it real big, it's like. Because think about it, you spend the money on the scratch offs, mm-hmm. right? You win the money on the scratch offs. 
you say, well, you might buy more scratch offs, but even if you don't buy scratch offs, you say, well, this is my scratch off money, so I can just waste it. Right? It's extra money, regardless, right? No, I don't look at it that way. Even if you spend it on something that isn't scratch off tickets, if it's not something you would typically buy, then you just kind of waste it. Yeah, maybe the average person, yeah. Mm -hmm. For me, that's not the case. Okay. Uh, if I, I feel like I I spend more than I win, mm -hmm. so I'm just recouping the money I lost, okay. and that's it. There's right. no benefit at all to it. Yeah. It's not even like oh, uh, if just I just trying to get my way back to zero. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. If I buy something with the scratch off money, that might as well just be my normal money. Uh -huh. All the scratch off money is just trying to get back to zero. <laughs> Yeah, I don't win very much. I get two dollars here, two dollars there. Mm -hmm. That's it. And that's it. Mm hmm. So I had a uh, hard time sleeping last night. Why? How was your night's sleep? Fine. I sleep. I sleep great. All as long as I can get to sleep, mm -hmm. I sleep good. Yeah, you'd be knocked out sometimes. Yeah, as long as I can get there. the The problem is if I don't make it to sleep. If it's too hot, you know, and then I'm just like miserable for hours and hours, you know, and I'm just like, ah, if I'm, if I'm just, you know, awake, if I'm thinking about something, mm -hmm. but if I can get to sleep, I sleep all the way through the night until I wake up, typically. Mm -hmm. Unless I, I mess with great. you or something. Yeah. You, it's not so bad now that you work day, days, mm -hmm. but you used to, I'd be like almost almost asleep and then you'd come in and then you'd sit down and then <laughs> i don't know what would be worse that you didn't talk to me or that you did talk to me <laughs> just because it's like uh you you because you'd be like staring at me sometimes you know? yeah yeah you'd just be staring at me i was like how was your night <laughs> i'm just looking at you how was your night? <laughs> and you're like, oh, it was okay. Blah, 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 blah. Then the, the floods were unleashed. Yeah. So, well, it depends. I know uh, a little better now. I'm like, uh, don't talk to him. Just close the door. Uh -huh. Let him enjoy himself and go to sleep. Right. But last night, I I had a nightmare. I was sleeping very good. I was sleeping on my back. And I had this dream that I was walking through the park where I go to work. Mm -hmm. And... There was a dragonfly on one side and a bee on the other side. Oh, the no, bee the, got real, the... the bee got really close to my nose. Uh -huh. And then I popped out of sleep like in a horror movie. Like, right. ah! Huh. And I, you didn't even wake up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you didn't move or nothing. Right. And then and I, I turned around and then and I was a bee. And then you're like, ah! Oh! No, you... I just literally, I woke up out of my sleep. The bee got close to my face and uh -huh. I just popped up real quick like, and then you didn't say anything. Uh -huh. And I looked over at you. It was like, he is not moving right now. He's asleep. And right. I just turned over. And I was like, I'm so glad you didn't wake up and I didn't wake you up. Uh -huh. I don't normally have nightmares like that. But the bugs are get, giving me a real big problem right now. Right. It's just bees everywhere. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, it's okay. <laughs> Something you got to deal with. Yeah. I mean, if we decide to move to Florida, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of bugs there. Mm-hmm. I can deal with some bugs, but I feel like the bees here are larger than normal places. No. They're just These normal bees. These bees are large. They're just normal bees. <laughs> I feel like they're larger. They're just not Detroit bees. Well, those bees are smaller. I mean, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't know, man. I was running around, and then I was talking to Latrice, and she's like, 
man, these fucking dragonflies, they're getting out of control. And I was like, I was just running from a dragonfly. And she I, was like, I feel like they're getting closer. I used to hate dragonflies. because Because whenever they'd fly near you, they make a weird noise. Oh, yeah, they do. It's not just like, it's, it, it's not their wings. I always thought it was like their tail. It was like making like noises and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Dragonflies used to freak me out. Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. But they're weird. They don't fly into you. They just buzz around mm-hmm. you. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, dragonflies are weird. And when you see one dead on the ground, it's like so large. It's like, right. God damn it, dude. That thing sting you, but they don't sting or anything, I don't think. Mm-hmm. They're scary. Yeah. They have them in Florida? Of course. <laughs> so are we going to speak about this... Uh, Bill Cosby situation. What do you want to say about Bill Cosby? He's he's out. He's out. Bill Cosby is out. Now, I just want to start off by saying, first off, I do not have. I'm not defending Bill Cosby, and this, me and Kirk don't defend Bill Cosby and the things that he's done and his whole situation. But he's out mm-hmm. because the justice system was fucked up. Mm-hmm. I read somewhere that uh, he has been offered many. Speaking engagements, and uh, his price right now is looking to be in the tens of thousands a pop. Yeah? Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, you knew when he got out that people were going to be all over him, and he just got home. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think that when he got out, he had on a a gray hoodie, and then he put like this uh, video out of him speaking about the justice system. Did he? And then people posted, reposted the picture and was like, dude. That looked like a rapist hoodie. Mm-hmm. Like you can't be wearing that, giving an apology speech for. <laughs> was it an It wasn't an apology speech. No, though. he was. He was saying that they he never. He never apologized because he never admitted to doing anything wrong. He did. He, well, that's why they got him. But he's always maintained in his innocence. His he inno- has said he has never said he did anything wrong. Right, that's true. That's what I'm saying. But he, he has admitted he has, to things that's wrong. He has admitted to things that are wrong, but he has not ever admitted that or he accept, has done. Or accepted. Or accepted. That's a better way to put it. But he has never accepted that he has done anything wrong. No, what he said is it was the 70s and mm-hmm. it was the 80s and like right. all those girls wanted to take it. Mm-hmm. So I didn't do anything wrong. I don't know. The whole situation is all messed up. Either way, I guess the mor- the moral of the story is. The justice system fucked up. You can't mm-hmm. do that. You can't just like railroad somebody because you want to just get them so fucking bad. Like, and that's what happened. Mm-hmm. They wanted him so bad that they fucked up, and now it's gonna be hard to prosecute him again when you guys already did all this shit. Right. So he's gonna be partying. He's mm-hmm. gonna be on Sesame Street in a couple years. No, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> be on Sesame Street. Sesame Street canceled too, ain't it? Why? I don't know. I thought it was over with. No. Sesame Street would be going on forever. Yeah? Yeah, of course. I heard they did a reboot of Arthur like years ago. Arthur? With the aardvark? Yeah. Um, I think Latrice was like, it's new episodes out. I'm like, what? Arthur was the worst. I loved Arthur. I hate. We were talking about this earlier today. Not today, but this week. Mm-hmm. About how you were a PBS kid. You like all the PBS shows. I do. And I thought the PBS shows were just trash. They're trying to teach me things. It's like I didn't like Arthur either. You know why? 
Why? Because he was a boy with just normal normal problems like boys have. Yeah. Yeah, I hated it. What do you want? What kind of problems do you want him to have? Uh, something normal better than boy? that. I don't need normal <laughs> boy problems. I got normal boy problems. You know? <laughs> you, did you have Arthur problems? <sighs> I didn't like Arthur. I didn't watch Arthur. No, that was a good show. That was a I good didn't one. I like it. And then what else? You said you didn't like Wishbone. Wishbone. Wishbone was bad. Wishbone, Wishbone was kind of cool because the dog was dressed up in costumes and stuff. Yeah. The Wishbone was a show of a dog and he'd be in like classic stories. He'd be in like Robin Hood mm-hmm. or like, uh, what's another classic story? That's it, right? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Treasure Island. And yeah, it's a like bunch that. of them yeah. that he would be in, but uh-huh. I can't think of that. Yeah. He'd be in like <laughs> little adventures, and then they you don't like, use it, you lose it. Yeah, right. Yeah. And his eye was his eye was like a on his eye was a dog's paw, like the pattern of a dog. Right? I think so. I don't know. On I his watch, eye was I like hated a, wishbone. <laughs> I hated wishbone reading rainbow. I couldn't deal with any mm-hmm. of those. Those were my, the worst ones. And then I got into Arthur, and you said Babar was on PBS. Babar, yeah, that sucked too about the elephants. Yeah. Oh, what was the Berenstein Bears on? Uh, probably PBS too. Yeah, they were good. Yeah, oh, yeah, the Berenstein Bears. At least now, they I, looked cool. I know. I think about it now, and I'm like, who drew them? Mm-hmm. They did a good job. They made like bears with like nice hair. <laughs> <laughs> like they had little curls on there. Yeah, on the top of their head. Yeah, the Berenstein Bears. Don't you think that the kids kind of looked like uh, the monkey boy from Jumanji? Yeah, yeah. The totally. whole family did because of the noses. That's yeah, why. that might be it. Yeah. Yeah, that was the whole family, though. Mm-hmm. Just like whenever you watched uh, the Jim Carrey Grinch, mm-hmm. they look like the monkey boy from Jumanji. Yeah, it's a weird, it's a weird way that they do the noses when it mm-hmm. comes to, like, certain Because animals, animals have don't have people noses. Right. Right. So they have to make them differently. Yeah. But, but the only way to do it is the, the exact same way that they do it before. you're drawing a bear that's talking and speaking like a person, right. but then you got to make bear-like features. Right. Yeah. It's impossible. It's interesting though. Man, uh-huh. I'm always intrigued by people who do animation and things like that. Like it seems so to like when you see the sketchbooks of an animator mm-hmm. and it's like showing like every little step, detail, 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 detail to make this whole show possible. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of. I bet you they probably get the same thing I got on my wrist. Maybe just using a pencil all the time and sketching. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. Seeing that. Seeing that Disney movie, Cruella. Seeing those. Dalmatians in that, yeah, just all the dogs in general. Dalmatians a, are not mean like that, so I didn't like that part of the <laughs> well, movie. Well, you could train a dog to do anything. Right? No, but that was just <laughs> out of character. Like Dalmatians <laughs> do not behave like that. They're fire dogs, and they don't act like that. <laughs> but anyway, to see those animals, it's it's a wild to see. You're like, I can't believe that because you know they're not real at all. Mm-hmm. Like there's a there is like a little tiny dog, and he was like in this rat costume. Oh yeah, and he's walking like a dog, but in a rat costume, mm-hmm. and the tail's all wiggly. It's crazy, man. I can't believe it. I mean, the things that you can see—you would have never even thought you could have seen anything like that if you were when we were kids. Yeah, you know. Did you watch the original one, uh, one hundred and one Dalmatians? No, I, I, I guarantee you, I've seen it, but I don't remember it. No, at all. No. Yeah, you didn't. You didn't grow up with all the Disney movies that I grew up with. I watched. I feel everything. like. Well, you had uh, brothers and sisters. I mean, so, it's an easy way for a parent to be like, "Just go right. shut up and watch a movie." Like, right. 
I need time. Go uh-huh. shut up. Y'all, here's a nice movie. You guys pick out a movie. Yeah. Bam. Got two hours. I certainly saw my share of the Disney stuff, but I yeah. don't think I, I never, I didn't have, you know, brothers and sisters to say, oh, hey, let's watch a Disney movie. Or people with. who had, yeah. or brothers and sisters that had their own opinions on movies and like, right. I like this one. I like this yeah, one. I like, I like this, this one. one. Yeah. And then you have to come to an agreement on one. Right. Well, maybe we'll just watch this one because we both kind of like it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah, but we were talking about the uh, we we're just watching Fear Street. Yeah, I don't think it, uh, too many people. I haven't heard anybody mentioning anything. about Oh it. man! So Netflix they just put out this uh, new. Uh, it's going to be a trilogy of movies. Each one's coming out this week. Um, I think uh, every Friday they're coming out with a new part. It's three parter, and it's Fear Street. So R. L. Stein, who wrote the Ghost Bump Bumps movies. <laughs> <laughs> the goosebumps. The goose. What did I say? Ghostbumps. Yeah. Ghostbumps. <laughs> uh, goosebumps. And then, like he, during the '90s, whenever he was big, he was also writing these other series of books that were for people just a little bit older called Fear Street. Yeah, because Goosebumps was probably ten to thirteen, mm-hmm. or maybe eight to twelve. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. And uh, so the Fear Street was a little bit more adult and different stuff happened well netflix is just putting out these three movies right mm-hmm. and they're fear street movies and they are exactly like i know we were watching it and there was uh some stuff in there that you know like it, it i don't think it's based off of any of the fear street books it might be but i don't know if it is right i don't i'm not sure if it is i didn't watch fear street but it uh it looks like a R.L. Stein book. It looks. It looks like it's cool because it looks like a Goosebumps, yeah. but made for older people. Yeah, like that's exactly what it is. Yeah, because they show death and they show like yeah. all these things. So I would Ooh. say there's some stuff with the bread slicers. Ugh. But I'm not sure if they showed that in the original Fear Street. I'm pretty sure it wasn't that graphic. No, I don't either. think that they uh, was a Fear Street show. Right. It was a book series. Book series. Gotcha. Right. Well, that's even cooler then. Now right. they're showing you a visual of it. Right. Yeah. I don't know. We'll have to look it up. I'm pretty sure if it's a, if it was a book series and then now it's like this, I'm pretty sure the people who are really into the books, they're like, that's not right. That mm-hmm. shouldn't be like that. I'm sure it's a, a bunch of forums. That's oh, saying, yeah. like Either it was similar or it's, it's not. Similar, or, oh, my yeah, God, man. they got this I like up. what they did there, uh, but I didn't well, like that. It was, yeah. yeah. I'm sure it's a bunch of forums that, like, breaks all that down. Uh-huh. Yeah, we we got Netflix heavy. Yeah. Um, Fear Street, uh, part one, 1994. It is the complete title. Mm-hmm. I'd say phones down. I say it was good. Yeah, I like it. I, I agree. And I can't wait to watch the next one. But you know, if the next one's not that good, I probably won't watch the third one. But maybe I will. It's Netflix. No, we kind of have to because uh-huh. you can't get. Two thirds of the way through. Now you got to see what happens at the end. I got to see what happens at the end, right? Mm-hmm. But you know, but it's also so disposable. That's the thing too. Is uh, it's so disposable because it's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I find myself whenever, uh, like a show like Netflix has things that uh, it throws out, and it's something that I would watch. I don't watch it because I'll be like, well, it's a Netflix show, so I'll just watch something else that they might lose on Netflix. Right. right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. No, I definitely get that. So I uh, have you watched any podcasts lately? Anything no. new? I saw 
uh, Tom Segura on the Whitney. What's her name? Uh, good for you, Whitney Cummings. Whitney Cummings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw him on Whitney Cummings' podcast. I really liked it. Mm-hmm. They're a good duo together. Yeah. Yeah, I like that Tom Segura is good with just about anybody, I think. Yeah, I think I so, know. too. I mean, I feel like um, he's good with conversation, so they right. had a good back and forth. It depends on who she's on there with. If she's mm-hmm. on there with Tim Dillon, they're just going back and forth like friends the whole time. Right. He's like, yeah, and I told this bitch that she should do this mm-hmm. and do this. And, like, they're just going back Tim and Dillon's forth. Tim Dillon's like her gay best friend. Right. right. So it's a di- it's just a different, but I like him on there as well. It just mm-hmm. depends on who she has mm-hmm. on there. When she was on Joe Rogan's show, she just talked about how much she liked to save the animals. Right. So it just depends. Because there were fires in California, and she was like, oh, I got to just save the turtles. There's imagery of whenever the fires were going on, and there's a turtle running running away from the fire. And she's like, get him in my animal. I would need to save that turtle. Um, Yeah, you have to realize Tom Segura, he's been doing podcasts for 10 years. He was one of the... First people he's good at it. He's mild tempered, and uh, yeah. So, I don't know. I really like that. But that's it. That's all you got. Uh, no. I left my papers over there. Go get them. No, I don't need to. Um, we we've started watching a show on Netflix called Sweet Tooth. Mm-hmm. And so it's about these. The sickness that happens, and then there's these hybrid children. Yeah. Right. Well, it's in like a post-apocalyptic thing, right? Yeah. And there's the sickness caused the apocalypse. Caused an apocalypse, and you know, a lot of people they they died, and then a lot of people uh, were mean towards these hybrid people because they think that the the hybrid people caused the, the hybrid sickness. children caused the sickness. Yeah. Right. Um. Because there was all, it was children, babies. Yeah, babies that came out with animal parts. And so if we lived in a time where basically everything was like a loose structure, do you think we'd be, you and I would be able to live and farm and, and survive if we lived in a cabin somewhere? Uh, in that in, in that situation, to where you scared to not get caught and all that. No, just in general. In general, do you think we would be able to live in farm well, and live think in a cabin? It. Okay, so basically, we spoiled Americans at this point. <laughs> but think about it. So okay, you gotta you live in a place where um, we could we could grow things. Yeah. Right. I agree. But then there's people that can't grow things. Mm-hmm. They're gonna want your things. Right. What are you going to do about it? You going to do it. Oh, I have to do it? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm scared of the bees. I can't do nothing. What you want me <laughs> you to do? Can't, you can't stop the people if you can't stop the bees, no, right? No, you, at that point, you have to have guns because you're not about to be bringing uh-huh. a knife to a gunfight. Right. So you have to have protection for I have yourself. to be a gunman. If you're living in an environment where you are, uh, where is desperation involved, where mm-hmm. you're growing food to survive, and then there's people out there trying to take your survival right yeah you have to you have to use brute force how long do you think we would make it in such a scenario i think that we would survive you think so yeah we adapt quick i think you'd be surprised how fast a person a person can adapt some people can but we would have to i don't know you're a pretty social person 
So what? I think we gotta survive. It ain't, ain't no social. I don't know. I think you'd be like, oh man. I think you'd be Her, during the pandemic. I stayed at home. I know, but we lived in the city. Yeah, but I still we was at couldn't home. live in the city anymore. I, I walked around the street. Nobody was out. <laughs> I was still by myself. They were looking at you though. Yeah, I know. <laughs> looking out the window, like, look, hey, she's walking down the she street. Goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's funny. I think we'd be all right too. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we'd have to get a propane. That, where are you getting propane? Well, I mean, we. Where are you we getting the seeds for the food? <laughs> you These get them from all... the seed store. No, the store ain't open. <laughs> well, you break in and take it. <laughs> There's gonna be have to. Uh, it's I gonna think, be a portion think, of that where you gonna have to take to survive. We're gonna to. have to do some petty theft. Yeah. But I think overall we could be good willing, good willed people. You know? Yeah, but Kirk, you are not okay with petty theft and doing We'd breaking to... <laughs> into a store. <laughs> we... Kirk breaking into a store and taking seeds to grow a plant. All right. Oh my God, that would be horrible. Uh-huh. All I got were the jalapenos. <laughs> 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 there, I'd be the last one to go in there. I'd be like, all I got is the jalapenos. So, okay. yeah. oh man. So we got like. But then we wouldn't have three hundred jalapeno pl- uh, plants. Oh well, no, I think how would we make with... toilet paper? I'll find. I'll figure that out. Yeah, I can figure that part out. You're the toilet paper girl. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm just not defending a household. Uh-huh. No. No. No, but we're gonna build a hiding spot to where we can hide. Right. Yeah, you gotta get creative. Uh huh. If you're not doing shit all day, the only thing you got to do is grow food and get creative. Right. Make sure you got shelter. We learned that from Naked and Afraid. Mm-hmm. Make sure you got shelter. You gotta and have water. the shelter. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> Need a shelter. You love that show. Ah uh, man, I miss uh, I miss old Naked and Afraid. I watched it all. Mm-hmm. Well, I could still watch some Naked and Afraid, but the Naked and Afraid XL kind of spoiled me. Yeah. Because I love seeing the group dynamic of it. Yeah. Um, but one of the funniest things on that show was on Naked and Afraid. Whenever there were uh there were tigers outside of one of their camps. Mm-hmm. And all the producers had to go into the boma, which is just a bunch of where you put like a bunch of like dead like shrubs and stuff around you. Mm-hmm. So that way it's it's supposed to be like eight, eight feet wide. So they can't jump into your place and it's supposed to have like a bunch of thorns on it. Mm-hmm. And the producers and everybody were in these people's boma because they 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 were unprotected. The the pe- the naked and afraid people were pre- unprotected. No, uh, protected the producers and the filmers and all the people so they're so like 20 people every season they have a boma yeah well like they make at, it at they have to camp. make it right not, not always i mean there are people living in caves in one of them you know yeah, yeah. yeah. so it depends what's around yeah if you don't have the type of Dude, creatures and that have been my last day so you got these people here that's not protecting us and we got oh no hell <laughs> yeah, no yeah. so we all about to die yeah nope i'm going home <laughs> i'm naked and you're gonna live in my shelter yeah hell <laughs> yeah, no right. that's the end of this <laughs> yeah all right we done yeah thank you guys for listening to another episode of S- sweet gravy podcast if you have any questions please go to sweet gravy at or sweet gravy pod at gmail.com also check us out on youtube and every other streaming platform thank you all right thank you bye-bye